Alright, welcome back to Joe Star All Stars, a show by four sound effect nerds for all you sound effect nerds out there. Uh, today we have, as always, me, Joey Foils. Grant. <laughs> Thanks, Grant. I appreciate you. I'm glad I get to follow you in this, because I'm Tim. Mm -hmm. Are we doing jokes now? I'm no. Victor. <laughs> you said four sound effects, boys. So. <laughs> I can't help. I'll just cut that out. Sorry, Grant. Yeah, just cut, just cut it out and put we'll it in the actual ray. Yeah. I'll put it in the... Put it no. in twice. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and this is Joe Star All-Stars. So today we're going to be talking about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Episode 9, The Final Ripple. Hey, yeah. It, I wouldn't say season finale, mm -hmm. but I think Phantom Blood and Battle Tendency are kind of shoved together as a season of JoJo. Yeah, they're not really, but... It, mm. So Phantom Blood's nine episodes. Uh, Battle Tendency is how many? It's a real awkward 17. It's a real awkward... <laughs> you know what? That's wow. not awkward, because it's a full season, so it's 26 episodes together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but It's still weird, because they, they don't really... They're not really together. This is classic JoJo, then Stardust mm -hmm. Crusaders, then new JoJo. Yeah, and that's, that's kind of... Mm -hmm. it, it, like, it works for me. It's all right. I dig it. Yeah. Yeah. So we start out doing kind of a recap of the last episode and just kind of going into an epilogue here. Okay. So we get, we get the, to the, the narration. So Jonathan Joestar married Arena Pendleton, the only daughter of the Pendleton family. And then it's just revealed that it's just Speedwagon actually narrating. <laughs> I know. That was very good. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I mean, you. I mean, we also got the Dio scene of him chopping off his own head so that the hormone energy doesn't reach his brain. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the very beginning of the episode. Right. My very, dad, very beginning, yeah. Bullet, shooting star Dio. And, save his life by cutting off his head. And, and this castle is on the edge of a cliff, <laughs> and it just looks excellent next to a full moon. Yep. Like, really, really works for me. And, and then we get news reports. And then... Somebody reported to the news that they destroyed the mask. Yeah, what? I guess. <laughs> like, and that they burned Dio's clothes. Like they were discovered burning somebody's clothes. Nobody questioned. Like, <laughs> all right. Yeah, it says seventy-three people were missing. Yeah. All right. So in this like town of four hundred, like that's a significant blow to the community. <laughs> so, Victor, I I need to ask you a question. You watched the opening, right? Yeah. How'd you like it? It was real, real good. Oh, real good. oh it was so good. So this is the first time we get one of the sound effect openings. Yep. And so, like, all the sound effects are laid o uh, over the opening. It's just very satisfying this time. Because uh, you've seen it, like, not eight times up till now. The first time I saw this, I thought my headphones had broken and that the audio balance was screwed up. I was like, wait, has this always happened? I had to go back to a previous one after, like, fiddling with my headphones for, like, 20 minutes, thinking they were busted. It's very good. Nope, this is just amazing, and why doesn't every show do this? It's so good. The part where they did the gunfire, like, it does it in time with the music. Acacia mm. <laughs> said the only thing she was disappointed by was that there wasn't a sound effect for when JoJo starts running up the stairs. Yeah, there aren't, like, steps sounds. I mean, there are step sounds for when Dio's walking up the wall. <laughs> Alright. Those are very loud steps. But yeah, like, you, we get the nice sound effect of, like, the the statue spinning into the mask, into the into the knife, right? And all I can think of over there is, like, this is, like, 
when I'm like toggling settings in a video game when I'm making my character. Mm-hmm. Like just like the just that's what I could think about for those sound effects. Just the, the same that same whoosh three times in a row. I'm like, yeah, this is me just hitting left on my controller again and again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. So we, we, we cut back to Speedwagon, who's late for a very important date. <laughs> With his top hat <laughs> and his pocket watch. So, he must be so embarrassed that he showed up later than Tattoo in that other <laughs> country. <laughs> I was wondering who that was. Like, I was just like, wait, who is that guy? <laughs> he, he's he's Jonathan's like sad lost puppy, and he forgets to see him off on the ship. Despite the fact that it's been three days since the wedding, he's had plenty of notice for this. <laughs> he just got really into narrating that newspaper to no one. Yeah. <laughs> he's enjoying his tea. Yep. And he just howls out. He's like, Jonathan, <laughs> Mr. Joestar, where are you? <laughs> and he just gets bowled over by these people carrying a coffin. Oh, yes. <laughs> They're like, out of the way, idiot. <laughs> I wonder what this coffin is. And we get I was this- like, I don't know, we're getting paid enough <laughs> in order to do it anyways. They've got the nice uh, anime juvenile delinquent voices going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't clear to anyone what this coffin is. We get a nice thump thump. Of Dio just doing this inside the coffin. <laughs> what? That's Dio? <laughs> he has absolutely no reason to do that. What this? kind of vampire would travel across water in a coffin? <laughs> Except every vampire. Uh-huh. Oh. Yep, getting some nice Dracula cannon again. Yeah. Because yep. Araki apparently had just read Dracula right before he started working on this manga. <laughs> And so, of course, you see the Joe Stars, the newly minted Joe Stars, mm-hmm. on the ship waving to everybody. And, and for like... the first time in the series, JoJo is dressed sensibly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. he's actually looking pretty sharp in this. <laughs> it took a woman to, to dress him. To... <laughs> yeah. Going on honeymoon to America, and it's like 1988. Uh, 1888. What is there to see in America right now? <laughs> uh, plenty. The Ellis Island thing is still going on, right? I don't know. But we do get introduced to a character that we're probably going to learn a little bit about later on. A shitty priest named Styx. (laughs) He's a garbage priest, too. (laughs) Father Styx. I know you will do well in America. And he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever, and walks on the boat. (laughs) (laughs) As he pulls out a flask and really really puts it forward that he's a piece of shit. (laughs) Immediately. (laughs) But yeah, uh, Jojo is dressed sensibly here, except that he has on a bigger bow than his wife. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's clearly the man of the relationship here, Victor. He's got to strut his stuff. He's just got to flex on his wife. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, I'm not sure on the exact uh, percentages, but I'm sure the ratio of bow to person is about the same. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, because Erna does have like three bows on, so... And also... Jojo is fucking humongous. <laughs> it's just like his eight foot tall frame smacks his head on the door. <laughs> Acacia was like, oh wow, that's the most realistic thing they've done in the whole show. <laughs> yeah, I, She's I feel not like wrong. it's good foreshadowing too. Foreshadowing to what? <laughs> I don't know. Placing his head. <laughs> I was like, don't worry, Keisha. This very true-to-life, you know, slice-of-life type thing they're doing here is going to be ruined by them making it plot-relevant later. And she was like, no! 
<laughs> I don't think. Yeah, they they're did. being really sweet. It, uh, it didn't happen, but I, that that was like that was what I expected to happen for them to take any stupid thing and just make it plot relevant in the dumbest <laughs> way possible. You're right. That's exactly what they would do in this show. Yeah. So we get a nice dinner date where they change into new outfits immediately, and I gotta say these two are escalating their relationship pretty fast. If Aaron is wearing that collar in public. <laughs> I mean, they're married. Get over it. I know, but they were just married, and they like just met like four days before this again. That's not true. Oh, yes, it just is. met again. Like, All right, fine. Yeah, sorry. Okay, we're, we're gonna say it's been three days since the wedding. They probably got married three days. A- it's been two weeks since they met again. All right, look, she she's been longing to wear that collar for him since they you know first met. Yeah, this, all those think? years in between. Please don't kink shame. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I would have expected Jonathan, the one to be wearing the collar in the relationship. No, uh, he already did it once. He didn't like it. Yeah, uh, yeah, he ripped it off. I remember. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe it was just Tarkus was a bad dom. I mean, it's that's definitely the case. I mean, uh, Zeppeli obviously didn't <laughs> know the he, safe he word. He killed his play partner. Ooh, is Cinda their safe word? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, we forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> so. So Jonathan just peer pressures Arena into drinking this wine. <laughs> yes, wine. It'll make you a Viking. This looks real sketch. Real, real sketch. Especially because Jonathan does not drink from this glass. I know. <laughs> hey, it's very little alcohol. It'll be fine. Yeah, just a little sip. So is Jonathan a creeper? Like, <laughs> like she clearly adores him. He shouldn't have to roof here. <laughs> And look at that! Oh my God, this manga title! Look at the face that Jonathan is making here. He's like, yes. he's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> Aaron is like making this oh, dim your face. <laughs> Jonathan's just got these real yeah. creeper eyes on. <laughs> you know what? Maybe we're not okay with Jonathan at this point. This feels like way too early to be going into this level of a BDSM relationship. You gotta take it slow, build some trust. He's ru- like forcing alcohol on her, maybe. She's like, I've never had alcohol before. Hey, safe, sane, and consensual, guys. They're married. It it doesn't count if they're married. I mean, (laughs) I guess in the 1880s it doesn't. You gotta keep it safe, sane, and consensual. You don't want to drink and play, you know? Yeah, Yeah. safety first. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Look, standards were a lot looser back then in the 19th century. I'm no longer comfortable with this conversation. Let's continue. (laughs) (laughs) So Wang Chang shows up. So Wang Wang Chang shows up, and and Joe just drops his glass, and he's like... (gasps) And then Wang Chang just does this weird hop away. (laughs) Like, when JoJo sees him, he's hiding his face behind the sleeve of his shirt, puts it down to scowl at JoJo, and does that hop away. (laughs) Just like this completely unnecessary frog jump. So Jonathan tells Aaron, "I was like, go, go to your room, lock yourself in. Like this is no good." And he goes chasing after Wang Chan. Thankfully, Aaron does not listen to him. Nobody listens to JoJo. It's okay. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's why Dyer died, right? Because nobody <laughs> listens to JoJo. <laughs> Wait, Dyer, there's something I need to tell you, or you'll die. Out of the way, kid. <laughs> so then we switch over to everybody's favorite priest, Sticks. Who finds the coffin? Because he drops his cross on it. The sparkly, sparkly coffin. Oh my god, why is it so sparkly? It's so shiny. It's a real good coffin. 
Why wouldn't it be strange? And he's drunk as hell, has a fucking bottle of wine with him. As he leans in, he looks at the lock, and he's like, wait a second. This locks from the inside. Now why on earth would it lock from the inside? And then his head explodes. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And we just get nothing else. They named this character, and that is the last we see him. (laughs) Yep. But wait, what did they name it after, Victor? Oh, you mean... This band that I really like and I'm not supposed to like. You're not what, supposed to like why, sticks. Yeah, why don't you like sticks? Yeah, I love sticks. Oh, it's a it's a music critic kind of thing. Like critics are not kind to of sticks. Rude. Could you explain the joke further? Maybe. Hey everyone, Victor's here with another JoJo's Bizarre Western Music reference. In this episode of the anime, we meet the hard-drinking priest Father Styx. He's got a bit of an identity crisis going on, just like his namesake, the 70s arena rock band Styx. Now, for you followers of the show who may not be familiar with Styx, let me relate them back to one of our previous entries, REO Speedwagon, since they share a lot of qualities. They're both arena rock bands, meaning they focus on big melodic sounds for playing to huge crowds. Both bands prominently feature keyboards alongside their guitars, both have a vocalist with a pretty high voice, and both bands were primarily active throughout the entire 1970s and the first half of the 1980s. For a pretty representative sample of their music, check out this transition into the chorus from their first top 10 hit, Lady. So shy, like a child who had grown. Now imagine that blasting out at a live concert to a crowd of 10,000. That's arena rock in a nutshell right there. That song is off their second album, Sticks 2, from 1973, and they would have a couple more minor hits during their early years, but Sticks the way the world would remember them really comes into being on their sixth album, Crystal Ball. The band's lead guitarist had just quit, and they replaced him with a relative unknown by the name of Tommy Shaw. This would cement the band's lineup through a period of incredible success. Their next four albums after Crystal Ball would all go multi-platinum. This week's album recommendation comes courtesy of Tim. It's the first of those four multi-platinum hits, The Grand Illusion, and for good reason. The first half of this album is awesome, featuring three songs that would end up on their Greatest Hits compilation. Which is also excellent, by the way. The same way I said Tom Petty's Greatest Hits collection is excellent last... Now, I said that the band had a bit of an identity crisis. Lead vocalist and keyboardist Dennis DeYoung wrote about half the songs, with Tommy Shaw contributing the other half, and guitarist James Young throwing in on a song or two per album. Dennis DeYoung featured a more theatrical direction for the band, which you can hear on hits like Babe and Come Sail Away. Meanwhile, Tommy Shaw and James Young were trying to take the band into harder, more guitar-driven space. Listen to Blue Collar Man or Renegade if you want to hear some of their most guitar-dominant hit songs. But the issue is that, of the three songwriters, Dennis DeYoung is the only one that's been with the band from the very beginning, when it was first formed in the late 60s, and he is steering the ship. 
Styx's 1981 album Paradise Theater is the band's first real full concept album, and its success, it was the fourth of those four albums to go multi-platinum, inspires DeYoung to do it again with their follow-up, Kilroy Was Here. Kilroy Was Here is a rock opera about a dystopian future where rock music has been outlawed. Also, there are robots? The whole thing is kind of a mess for a number of reasons, which I will leave you to delve into on your own, but the biggest problem is that Shaw and Young just aren't that into the whole idea. Despite the fact that Kilroy Was Here produced two top ten hits and would also go platinum, Shaw left the band at the end of the live tour, and the whole operation dissolved shortly thereafter. The members' solo careers never really took off, though, so the band would get back together in various forms multiple times over the following decades. As they are now, they tour regularly with other bands of their heyday, like Yes and REO Speedwagon. Everything comes full JoJo. Acting strangely, don't be surprised. I'm just a man who needed someone and someone to hide to keep me All right, thanks, Victor. So now we can come back and sail away with the Joe Stars here. Oh, yeah, nice. I guess that's what we're doing. So, <laughs> so, you, so we did it on Sticks the Band, not the River or the Priest, right? Yes. Okay, perfect. Just to be clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, this priest is real dead, though. <laughs> oh, his his head is exploded. <laughs> yeah, we get we get two really nice uh, manga panels of just exploded face. <laughs> of, oh, course, of course, of course, we need course, several yeah. panels of that because it's so important. <laughs> it is. He died. Gore always gets a lot of panels. Evidently, it's what really brings the kids in. That's why it's so popular in Japan. Is gore. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, Wang Chan hops down these stairs and just like swings this coffin open and grabs the uh uh from inside of it a jar with Dio's severed head in it. Okay, so he flings it open, which means that Dio must have unlocked it from the inside. <laughs> also, Dio must have locked it in the first place from the inside. And we reveal Dio to be doing the full Futurama Richard Nixon thing here of just a head <laughs> in a glass jar. Like, Is he doing this with veins? I feel like he's doing this with veins. I think it's his hair. Oh, yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Or his tongue. He's just really long tongue. <laughs> is, is, yeah, that would give him the required dexterity. Is Wang Chung in this manga panel anybody's favorite? I want to uh, know y'all's feelings. One? Uh, the one I just posted. Is the, the bottom right where he just like flips around? <laughs> where, I can't, yeah, he breaks both of his arms because they're going the wrong direction now. <laughs> he, oh, I, I can't tell what's even happening there. His <laughs> arms look like legs. <laughs> Not to mention his weird, wide-ass stance here. <laughs> he looks his like thumbs are facing the wrong way. <laughs> he, he straight up looks like Speedwagon in this shot from behind A here. A little. Like, He's got yeah. the mullet. So Wang Chang puts Dio on his arm, and he makes. He really looks like an action figure here. I, I mean, now. like action figure Wang Chung with detachable Dio head arm. <laughs> like, <laughs> great. It's great. 
this jar is really ornate. Yes, it's like some weird steampunk jar. And you see like like a pool of blood under like uh, mm. Dio's head. I guess to sustain him. I don't, I don't know. I guess uh, Dio can survive is just ahead because he's a vampire and he's doing sure. spooky vampire shit. Yeah. We also get Wang Chung's name actually spoken for the first time in the anime. Yes, <laughs> this character has been around since episode two, basically, yeah. and he's just, he gets named for the first time here. Do y'all really like this like clip show that where Dio is monologuing and his severed only head is just slowly getting closer and closer <laughs> oh, to yeah. the camera? I'm actually kind of really <laughs> into it. <laughs> He's talking about how like he wouldn't be here if it weren't for Jonathan, both because he wouldn't have had the mask and also he wouldn't have been severed. He's like talking, monologuing about fate and everything. It's just this Dio face just zooms in toward the center of the screen. Yep. Yep. As as he finally comes to a stop, still in the glass jar. I really liked that like that transition into the jar. Yep. I did, I, it was great. So Dio's here to steal Jonathan's body because Dio's body's gone. Jojo does have a hot bod. It does have a hot bod. Dio wants JoJo's hot bod, and who can blame him? I, I wonder how many times in like erotic fan fiction, Dio saying, "I'm going to take your body," Jonathan has shown up. All of them. Yes. <laughs> the, the answer is yes. Actually, none of those exist. That's never existed before. So somebody's going to help us out with that. <laughs> no, you're the catalyst. This is your fault now. <laughs> we can blame it all on you, Victor. So Dio opens this fight by just lasering holes in Jonathan's neck. And I mean, just like instantly, Jonathan's like, oh wait, eye beams. And then Dio eye beams yep. him, severing both his arteries in his neck. And then Dio makes the comments like, huh, if you hadn't have put up a fight, I would have ended this cleanly. Like implying that Dio missed? What was he aiming for? How did he? It's because Jonathan's hands deflected the lasers. Into his arteries? <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I don't really know. He was trying to sever the spine, obviously. Yeah, I think he was I just guess. trying to cut off his head. But this is real important because we get Jonathan having stigmata for the rest of the episode. Mm-hmm. Like, just every time you see one of Jonathan's hands, he's got the fucking hole through it, right through the palm. And I'm like, are, are we trying to do this? Is this intentional, like, Christian imagery? Yeah, he's Jesus. Jonathan is Jesus, Victor. <laughs> he died for your sins. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Jesus Joestar. <laughs> Jesus Joestar. Jujo. <laughs> so, one of my other favorite Dio powers is just hands appearing out of wood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, zombies. zombies yeah, so it, while everybody was down here in the boiler room, like, looking at this coffin and doing the Dio thing, uh, the whole ship just become overrun with zombies, like... At dinner, like, Erin gets up from her table, and you see in the table behind her, there's just a zombie there now. <laughs> the guy just looks up from his dinner, and his face <laughs> turns into a zombie. Yeah. We have no idea how this happened. Apparently, zombies can make other zombies. Dio doesn't have to do it personally, but how did he make the first one? <laughs> like, so what happened was Wing Chan was actually turned into a vampire, and then he bit one of the the passengers... And they turned into a zombie, and they just kind of turned everybody into zombies. That makes sense. Sure. Like, they say it at some point. So, my favorite scene here is when it switches back over to Wang Chung holding Dio's head, and he just looks like a falconer. That's how he's holding the head. It's just like, yep. fly, Dio. <laughs> go, <get him>. go. <laughs> 
so Jojo's taken out of this fight immediately in a brutal way. Like, we're getting arterial, like, every time his heart beats blood gushing out of his neck. It's kind of upsetting. And it's is, upsetting. It's quite upsetting. Aaron stumbles on the scene. And passes yeah. her sanity check. <laughs> yeah, somehow. Yeah, because she sees a severed head, and then this woman falls down the stairs as, like, a axe zombie gets her, and she has a baby cradled in her arms. All right, so so here's one of my favorite manga panels that has ever existed in anything okay. that I've read so far. All right, I can't wait. Are y'all ready for killing a motherfucker with a life <laughs> raft? Yes. <laughs> There's a life preserver. <laughs> There's a zombie that takes a life preserver, swings it around his head, and throws it a, a, throws it to a passenger who's running away, and it takes him in the back of his head, like curls around the front, and just explodes his head real forward. And it's disgusting, and I love it. And completely yeah. unnecessary. Like <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> like there's just no reason for this to exist in either format. And here it is. In Perfect. Oh. So now, like, Jojo, he, he's struggling because he can't breathe anymore, and I guess he can't use his hormone energy if he can't breathe. Yeah, that's been established. For the first time ever. Yeah, for the first time ever. No, he couldn't do it underwater, remember? Yeah, he couldn't do it underwater, but, you know, Zeppeli could do it when he was cut in half, you know. Dyer could do it when he was just a severed head. <laughs> can, I, can I take a moment to just... I How dumb it is that the way you defeat Hamon users... Is the way you just kill normal people? <laughs> like, oh no, yeah, I can't, sure breathe. can't breathe. I'm helpless now. Like anyone else would be in this situation. It's. <laughs> oh no, my only weakness decapitation. Dang it. <laughs> you got me. Look, it would be okay if that was literally his only weakness. Like... <laughs> it's not. You can still just kill them in other ways. <laughs> this is not particularly effective on them. It's just that it kills everyone. Okay, sorry. I no. Continue, Grant. No, like, it's so... Well, Wing Chan is, like, uh, uh, basically trash-talking Jojo at this point. He's like, oh, uh, um, like, we'll just watch him suffer and suffocate and, like, just generally bad-mouthing him, and mm-hmm. Dio's like, no, you can't do that. He's the one man I respect in this world. Are you, are you an eight? Like, you have never respected him a day in your life! <laughs> He's like, no, I underestimate him up till now, but now I understand. You respected him enough to punch him in the face and then thumb his eye and twist. That's how much you respected him. You respected him enough to kill his dog. <laughs> You respected him enough to murder his father. <laughs> you respect him enough that you left his like left it to your flunkies to kill him. Yep. <laughs> yep. And even now he's like, okay, Wing Chan, go go decapitate him. Take off its head so I can take his body. Yes, I respect him enough that you should do give him a clean, quick, painless death. <laughs> That's why I I lasered him in the arteries. <laughs> <laughs> so so Wing Chan like charges at Jojo, and then Jojo manages the strength to stand up and do a Jojo pose. He does a con- Hamon Concho attack mm-hmm. with exactly that pose. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, but, it's, it's exactly but Dio's that. like was well, like, hold on, don't attack him. He's planning something. And Wang Chun completely ignores this. <laughs> of course so, he does. Before Wang Chun's head explodes, I need to call out that every scene he's in, he's had progressively larger eyebrows and mustache. I like, know! At this point, yes. he's like to monarch level at this point. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're really upsetting. <laughs> they're growing. Like, 
he looks a lot like Scaramantula at this point with the like spider leg eyebrows. Yeah, I was thinking spider leg eyebrows. <laughs> Keisha was really not happy with the white here. <laughs> so we we this was the end of the uh, one of the manga pan uh, one of the mangas where we get a nice nice like Gypsy Dio. Are you all ready for Gypsy Dio? No. Too bad. Gypsy Dio time. Oh yeah, that almost seems offensive. No, he looks like <laughs> yeah. Flapper Dio. He looks like he's a 20s flapper woman. That's I can, that hat. I can mm-hmm. I can see the flapper. Why though? <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask these questions. Don't be that guy. And, and of course, we, with every like chapter ending Iraqi sketch, it's like all one line and there's the word Dio in there. Like it's. Uh, I really like this. I do too. Yeah. They also don't look anything like their characters from the like no. they're so off model. <laughs> so Jojo explodes Wang Chung's head and then Yuzo Kamon controls his body to walk over because they're in the engine room here. Stop. When did this why is this an ability that he can do? <laughs> Look, we're just going to give Dio powers every episode for no reason. Why don't we give Hamon powers every episode for no reason? <laughs> I love sure, the, like, why two, not? The two frames we have of Dio extending Escaping. his hair up to the ceiling yeah, to his himself a- out of the jar. His, his hair shoots <laughs> straight up out of the jar into the ceiling. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, did I see that correctly? I went back and watched it multiple times. So I'm like, oh my god. It's two frames. I saw it, and I was like, wait, why didn't we get a close-up of that? I, I, we close-up on every other stupid thing this show does. We just, like, are just gonna gloss right it, over it, It's, like, a really wide-angle shot. Like, it, it's really not, like, it's not, like, given to any sort of importance or notice. Oh my god, I, I missed that! Oh, I was wondering how the fuck he got out of it! He's just... In the corner of the frame, and it's not even like they drew it. It's like they took the top of his head and stretched it up in MS Paint. Because <laughs> it's just, it's two pan, it's two frames off screen, basically. It's great. It's not. I animated. saw it immediately and just laughed out loud. Casey was like, "What the hell was that?" And I was like, "It was glorious." Why didn't we get a close up of that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I need to do this. Need to do it's this so me. fast. It's so smooth. <laughs> Why would they do this? It's so good. So Wang Chung walks over, stops the piston on the steam engine with his incredible zombie strength, setting this ship up to explode. He's Wait, not even no. like grabbing onto it. It's no. like he's just like holding onto it like with his forearms and. <laughs> There's no grip. God, thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> that needs to be our like podcast art. Show star all stars over the head. Like <laughs> the hair just MS paint stretched over the ceiling. Oh. It would have been better had they done nothing. <laughs> yes. No, not, I disagree. <laughs> Completely disagree. Okay. Yeah. So I, anyways, I just... like, somehow, like, Dio's able to intuit that this was 
JoJo's plan all along, even though nobody could foresaw <laughs> that JoJo would try to use some sort of uh, Hamon mind control powers in order to, <laughs> to cause Wang Chan to stop the engine, to cause the, the <laughs> boiler room to like build up pressure and explode. This is like the seventh or eighth time this episode Dio has just monologued to explain what's going on because Speedwagon's not here to do it for us. <laughs> not here to do it anymore. You know what? I I choose to believe he's in England somewhere, like narrating this for us. Yeah, hopefully. No, he's obviously just retelling the whole story to Tattoo. Yeah. Like, uh, we Jesus. Actually, we get a kind of touching scene of Aaron kind of saying goodbye to JoJo because it's clear he's dying. They, she kisses him. He's like wiping away her tears. She's like, "I'm gonna die here with you, Jonathan. I don't want to live without you." But then the baby starts crying. The baby from that woman who was thrown through a wall. And Jonathan's like, "No, you have to live on." And, and I actually don't have jokes for this. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, it's, it's really no joke. It's just really serious. And in JoJo's like, "No, you have to live on. You have to, you have to save that baby and get out of here." Yeah, because we haven't even had time to consummate our marriage yet. Well, no, they clearly have. They have. later. Uh, I speculate. When do you think they consummated their marriage here? Uh, two, I assumed on their two, wedding night. Two weeks before they, uh, Jonathan left for to fight, go fight Dio. That's what I think happened. I think it was when Speedwagon walked away coolly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. So, so JoJo is just lying there, still like in bed, in traction, like yes. full body cast. <laughs> I think that's exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> And maybe on the ship too. There was probably well, there was probably at least some foreplay before the collar got put on. <laughs> you hope so. <laughs> yeah. So after like uh, Erna and Jojo have their touching moment, you just see D- uh, Dio hanging from the ceiling <laughs> from his hair, just talking at them. Because that's <laughs> like a Dio I will power live now. on. Nothing will stop me with your body. Just add another another power to the list. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, hair powers. An entire we've, dictionary's worth now. We've already established that zombies can do hair powers, right? I really like the Super Saiyan Dio here. Yeah, his hair looks very <laughs> like Majin Vegeta. <laughs> so a bunch of more zombies bust into the room, and Dio's like, "Go, go, go, kill Wing Chan." Dio screams, "Zombies!" And they just bust through the wall on They're, cue. Were they waiting yeah. there? Yeah, they were waiting. I mean, they, they were the arms in the walls, remember? Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. yeah, so they bust through. Uh, Dio tells them to go deal with Wing Chan's body so that they can keep the ship from exploding. But they he spent too much time monologuing, and they don't make it in time. Yeah, they explode anyways. Oh. And then we get Jojo, like, being a hero here, taking, like, the explosion for Erida. We get a lot of big pieces of shrapnel chunking into his back hair. Mm-hmm. It, oh yeah! If you weren't sure that JoJo was gonna die, here he is dying some more. <laughs> yeah, and, and so Dio's like starts flying around with his tentacles, uh, like his veins tentacling out from him, wrapping around JoJo's throat. This is how it works. Haven't you played Resident Evil Four? No. no. Well, some of it. Victor, please. Oh, I'm trying to remember. Are you? It's that uh, it's the first boss, right? No, the Laplagia. No, the the, the the guy, the the big guy. Yeah, the boss fight in the barn. Yeah, uh, yeah, that yeah, one. Him. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> I can't remember his name off the yeah. top of my head. I, anymore, I, I but... can't. I can't either. That's it. Resident Evil Four podcast. Leon just refers to him as the big cheese. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, welcome to the Big Cheese All Stars, a podcast <laughs> by, four, <laughs> by four what do you buy in nerds for all you what do you sell in nerds out there? <laughs> <laughs> so we get so so. Anyways, like uh, Dio's like trying to uh, coil around JoJo's throat and and try to remove his head in order to take his body and. Jojo reaches behind him, pulls the shrapnel out of the, his back, and stabs Dio in the neck. Just a real good, like, him pulling the spear out of his shoulder moment. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's a nice callback. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I do. And he cradles he cradles uh, Dio's head all nicely. And it's as much emotion as he gave to Arena. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it was touching. A little more, honestly. But this scene works for me as... Because Dio's like screaming at him as this place is exploding, and Dio starts trying to bargain with them, but doesn't realize till after he's finished yelling at him that Jonathan's already dead. And I'm like, okay, this actually works. We're like, oh, not yeah. dumb it's JoJo scary. shit. This is well done, and I'm into it. Yeah, he's, he's as we get as, as we get a newspaper clipping over top of it that's like Jonathan Joestar passed away mm-hmm. uh, on February seventh. It had to be my birthday. You dick. I'm so sorry. <laughs> just 101 years before I was born. Just mm-hmm. Dio. Killing Jonathan Joestar. That, don't say it's that. It's omen. Now, it's every, omen. now everyone will know what your birthday is, so they'll know all your passwords online. Yeah, you're doxing yourself. What the yeah, fuck ever. You did just dox yourself pretty hard there, Victor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So we have... Uh, I, I posted two of them. Two pic- uh, two manga pictures. And it's it looks exactly the same. It's it's good. Yeah. It's very good art. It's very good art. It's like, good. The way he's kind of slouched over, holding Dio's head to his chest. Dead. Dead. Yep. And as he's cradling Dio's head, the ship explodes. Mm-hmm. Alright. So the first time I, I, I read this manga panel, I was like, there has to be somebody missing here. And I, it came <laughs> to my head that somebody was missing here. Let's see if we all catch it. I mean, I know someone who's in the anime that's not in this. Oh no! Wait, they are. Never mind. Hold on. Is, is so Aaron yeah, okay, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. She's in the panel, okay? Because the ship explodes and then the coffin bobs up, and Erina throws an open thing, and she's holding the baby, and she lived, and we get that Mount Rushmore of everyone from the series, and it's the Baron Zupoli face again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's copying. Face. <laughs> what is the Tom Petty face? Like the Tom Petty face is terrible. <laughs> I mean, it looks. I can look at it, unlike his normal terrifying face. <laughs> like, yeah, you're right, Tim. Dyer makes it on the Hall of Fame there, but not Erin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's because Erin is still alive, and she's in. It doesn't matter. Speedway is alive. That, that Blueford is on this is in this shot, but Tarkus isn't. Good. Yeah. Well, fuck Tarkus. <laughs> Hey, Mary, Mary Stewart and Mary Elizabeth of Thirteenth are on there. All right, why does <laughs> the hell is Mary Elizabeth of Thirteenth? Why does Strizo <laughs> get up. such a fucking big picture here? It's bigger than Danny's. <laughs> Strizo hasn't done anything in the series except murk the members of Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Eat that. You heard it here first. Dire Straits is better than Led Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! God. <laughs> we get another dumbass shot of Poco in his non-drawn face. Like, he just God. looks like a. Oh, he's so bad. His sister is on there. Yeah, yeah. Poco's sister's there. Yep. 
Yeah, it's good. It's oh. good. Yeah, and so after <laughs> the shot of the uh, after the shot of her on the ocean with all the heads in the sky, we get one last scene of like uh, some ancient ruins, and then deep in the ruins, you see a statue. And then there's like a cracking sound. And, but and, as roundabout plays us out, it's yep. <laughs> so good. <laughs> hey, Very good. That was episode nine, and that was Phantom Blood. Oh, Victor. Man. All right, in order, how'd you like this episode? How did you like Phantom Blood? And what do you think's next? Okay, so how did I like this episode? Uh, it was awful. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> this episode's actually really good. I actually really like this episode. <laughs> There's just so much monologuing, just characters just narrating at me. It's like what Dio does. Dio, Dio monologuing is great. There's just so much characters just narrating what's going on at screen to me. Like, yes. it, I mean, like there were good moments to it. There were good moments, like uh, Jonathan's uh, dying, and like uh, pretty much everything Arena did in the episode was good. Yeah, um, Arena's great. Like Arena's an A plus character. She has done nothing to offend me yet. <laughs> She's like, done deserve being in the show. <laughs> like, like I don't get it. Arena is an A plus character so far. Like, um, what else? So does that make Speedwagon S tier? He's always been S tier. Yeah, I mean, Speedwagon's done some things that I can complain about, though. <laughs> like just narrating to me everything that's going on on screen. <laughs> Look, and you know what, Victor? The second he stopped doing that, you got mad because Dio started doing it. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't know what you had till it was gone. Look, every shonen anime needs that one character to explain things while the main character's doing something important. Because the, the main character can't explain that to you. Because mm-hmm. then it's, he can't it's be Piccolo standing anymore. off to the side being like, oh, I see what he's doing. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I really and like this they, episode. He like, just has to translate it for the dumbasses on the sideline. I, yep. I, so I really like this episode because it starts off and you're like, okay, they're going on with their lives. Like it, it, It's doing the slow build. You're like, oh, they're showing me the aftermath in a way that I'm just waiting for the boot to drop. Mm-hmm. Sure. And and of course it does. And I think it was really well handled. Like the, I think it's interesting that the main character ends up dying anyways. Sure. Yeah. I, I like, like I really enjoyed it. I, I I agree with you. It's it's odd to have a character around for nine episodes. I I guess spoilers for uh Gurren Lagan, like, yeah, this is weird. I can't believe like that the, that's one of the things that really freaking struck me too, is when uh, like Kamida dies in that. Like, Thanks, jerk. <laughs> you had like I was about I, to stop and like, wait, no, Victor has I don't know where Victor is, but he just had about thirty seconds to stop Tim there. Yeah. <laughs> spoilers spoilers for Gurren Logan and then Wait, like twenty, 20 seconds. seconds. Yeah, so it, it like makes me wonder like it, well the first time I had finished this, it gave me the two B continued and I'm like, What where, where do you go from here? Obviously. And then it tell it tells you, it tells you exactly where you're going. Well yes. that's after the credits. So that's how after did you credits. like Phantom Blood in general, Victor? Uh you it, it, it's rough. This needed to go through about seven rewrites. <laughs> like, there's the bones of something decent here, like, just the the very skeleton of something decent here, and then just every part of it is executed poorly. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of ups and downs, but I think the, just 
through the sheer force of Dio being Dio, like it carried me through the entire season. There are high points that kind of show what the show's going to be good at going forward. And even the low points are... Later seasons will also do some of the same bad things, but in ways that are more entertaining, if that makes sense. You're I mean, right. as long as like they, they pull it off, you know, there's ways to be dumb yes. and bad and still be, like, still have a really pulled it off. Yes. Uh, Phantom Blood is just embarrassing. That's <laughs> 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 not pulling it off. That's just becoming, like, the, the, it sets up other things later being able to pull it off because they're essentially parodying Phantom like it's okay this is only here to be like hey this is who dio is this is what how dio operates this is like dio this is here's the mask is yeah this is is the joe star line this is kind of the arc that this is gonna go on and it 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 sets the mold so they can break it and the best is still yet to come i think absolutely uh i'm really hyped for battle tendency battle tendency is very good i remember it is it is my favorite set like my favorite season, I guess. You think you think Dio was bad? Like, wait till we get some real villains. <laughs> what? <laughs> we get some real something in the next uh, battle. Tendency is probably. I wouldn't say it's my second least favorite. That goes to Stardust Crusaders season one. <laughs> but <laughs> I still like Stardust Crusaders a lot. I, I look. I love season two of Stardust Crusaders. I think that's a plus. It. Wait, but you don't want to collect all your friends. That's part of the fun, building your freaking adventuring group. Yeah, but the, okay, we'll, we'll get we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Sure, we'll get to it. So, Victor, what do you think's to come in JoJo? Based on uh, this, what what's the trajectory? We're going to New York in the thirties. Uh huh. That's what I've been told by the the to be continued the yeah. ne- next on. Mm-hmm. And. Like I do, where, where the fuck do you even go from here? <laughs> well, you just killed off your protag and your antag, yeah. theoretically. Yeah, I'm sure we'll never see Dio again. Uh, <laughs> like the seventh time we've said that in this podcast. And I don't even know. I guess we're we're gonna have an all new adventure featuring an all new Joestar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Joseph Joestar, the best Joestar. He might he's be the good. best Joestar. Yeah, I think he's probably the best Joestar. <laughs> What, you don't like George Joestar? No, <laughs> no, he's the I worst. Know. I do not. <laughs> Objectively the worst. Thank you for asking. Worst Joestar. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> he could have prevented all of this by just not taking Dio in. I don't know, by not buying a spooky mask he found on a dead <laughs> ship. Right? Alright, that's not his fault. <laughs> How is it not his fault? No. He didn't know what that mask was. Yeah. Uh, okay, where... <laughs> The person who found this mask found it on a ghost <laughs> ship full of dead bodies that had been torn to shreds he and was is, drifting. He is a generic white person. You have to fuck with that shit. <laughs> no, rich white people are afraid of ghosts, Tim. That's a well-known fact. Yeah, that's yeah, why but- the person who sold it to him didn't tell him that story. So what, he just bought this mask and a briefcase for that mask? Sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I still don't know. <laughs> I still don't know why. Why does this mask exist? Why is why why does uh, the Joe Stars come to possess it? Nobody well, does. we might get some answers about the mask sometime in the future. Ooh. No, I I hope we don't actually. We don't. It's okay. We don't. Because <laughs> really, I'm I'm done. They destroyed <laughs> it. They showed me Speedwagon smashing it with a hammer. That's true. 
Mm-hmm. So, well, thank you everyone for listening. Where can we find y'all? Uh, you can find me, Grant, at Los Grantalonis on Twitter. That's Los underscore Grantalonis. You can find me, Tim, at BigBlueSam1, where I will be posting all of these nonsense panels that everybody loves. Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> Baron Zoopley. Baron Zoopley. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm still looking at him here, <laughs> just in this. <laughs> it's, it's good. Terrible. It's real good. Don't know what you're talking about. His <laughs> hat is squished in a weird way, like a th- th- four-dimensional object in this <laughs> So you can find me on Twitter at TFWaffleMan. Uh, talk to me about JoJo or video games or music or whatever. I'm a huge pop culture nerd. Don't talk about movies. I don't watch movies. And oh, and as always, you can find you can email the podcast at JoeStarAllStars at gmail.com and you can follow us on Twitter at uh, Joestar All Stars, and also find us on uh, Fireside at Joestar. Fireside. Oh, Cool. So yeah, this has been Joestar All Stars signing out for all you sound effect nerds out there. One final time for Dio. Say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. I, I hate this. Why? Why did did I forget this? Did I blanket out of my memory? Jesus Christ!